Alrighty, it is Argue This. Unfortunately, we are uh, still staying away from Tron to keep him not sick. So this week we are going to argue with my wife, which is, you know, par for the course of being married. So this week we are going to discuss the ethicalities of using animals in tests, either, you know, harmful or not, you know, makeup and, uh, you know, Pavlovian. So let, 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 let's start out. Should animals, you know, be used for tests before, you know, humans are thrown into the line of fire? Yes. Why? Because we are testing on a species that is similar to ourselves without endangering ourselves as a species. However, if animals are going to be used for testing purposes in science, they must be treated ethically. So, you say it's okay to use these fucking animals. What about um, if we need to you know, learn something horrible, like uh, the lethality of cyanide? Okay, so, back in the 1950s, UC Davis did this study where animals like dogs and cats and other species were given poison. They were given enough poison to kill them. And then the scientists watched these animals die. If an animal went into respiratory distress, they were euthanized on the spot. But while it's really shitty that had to be done, it gave us invaluable medication information on how to treat animals who are coming in for poison ingestion. So if an animal ingests cyanide, if an animal ingests warfarin, and if an animal ingests into certain insecticides, we know how it's going to affect the body. We know what organs we need to support, and we know if we have a chance of saving this animal's life or not. So there are necessary evils in, in the medical world, and the way we combat that is by making sure that animals who have to undergo this have the best life possible beforehand. Okay, so um, let, let, let's, let's say we want to learn something that won't kill an animal, but has a great chance of harming an animal. Like, for instance, sending uh, you know the monkeys up into space. So, if an animal needs to undergo something like that, you owe, if you owe it to the animal that if the suffering does go too far, you end that suffering immediately. Well, and if they survive, you give them supportive care to return them to health. You don't just watch them suffer there. Well, like, and if you aren't going to assist them, you kill them. And then... Well, like, what, what I'm saying is, like, you know, when we went up to... Um, when we were like, oh, we want to travel space. We sent uh, little space monkeys up there. At least Russia did. Uh-huh. And we're like, okay, let, let, let's see what will happen if we fucking send something up in a sealed cabin. And yeah, the fucking, you know, some of the monkeys did not survive. Okay. So what you're talking about was before the laws we have set in place now in regards to how lab animals are handled. Back then, it was considered ethical. Today, in the veterinary world, it is not. We have rules and stipulations, and if something like that needs to happen, that should not happen to a live animal. And if it, and if you absolutely do, like you 100% need to do that, the animal should be unconscious for it, at fucking least. Okay, so, so but what if you need the animal awake? Like then your test is unethical and will should not be performed in today's laws. Back when they were doing all that stuff, those kind of laws didn't exist. People didn't really fucking care yet. Okay, so back in the day, it was all good and dandy, all fine, and, you know, it was just back in the day. It was fine because it was back in the day. So one of the biggest reasons we have these regulations is because... Back when we weren't doing as much, especially in science in regards to scientific apes and monkeys. Yeah. 
there was a lot of cross-contamination of diseases happening, specifically blood-borne diseases, and that's when they realized that they had to treat the apes and monkeys more humanely to decrease them, like, getting open wounds and stuff like that and cross-contaminating new diseases and introducing them to the human species. So, like, a lot of that came about because that's where hepatitis C came from. The hep C? Yeah. From the monkeys? Yeah. You were so racist. No, that's where it fucking came from. That's where it fucking came from. So, but like, so because all that that happened, people started really paying attention to how the quality of these lab animals was. And at the same time, they were also doing studies that showed that animals who were happier undergoing tests did better than animals who weren't provided with happiness. So two things kind of like correlated around the same time. And that's when we really started coming forward as a society in the medical world stating that scientific animals used for experimentation must be treated fairly. And we've done a lot. We've done, we've come a long ways. It's pretty cool. Well, I mean, so <coughs> what, what happens like in the future if like teleportation becomes a thing and we don't want to send humans in because we don't want them to fucking be atomized or, you know, whatever can go wrong. So would it be ethical to send like a mouse or a dog or a cat or a monkey through to see what would happen, you know, through like teleportation? Like we, we ha- like we have no idea how it would work. So I don't have an I don't have a specific answer to that question, but what I can tell you is that there are ethical boards that read and survey and will also approve studies. So if someone wants to do a study like that, they have to approach the board and it's like a panel of people. Usually and this panel of people has to be at least four professionals in that field, two outsiders and one more requirement like it's, it's a board of people yeah the medical from... board doesn't work for shit though well no it works it actually has a very high functioning model in the veterinary world they just don't use it in the human world okay so they're like okay doctors you can fuck your patients and you know prescribe drugs for what the fuck ever welcome to america and you know we're just gonna you know take away your license for like six months mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know sorry about that no. Just a little backhand to them. Yeah. Yeah. But they're going to, you know, fucking put all these protections in for fucking animals? Well, yes. So, you have two ways of viewing animals. You can view animals as a species that is lesser than you, or you can view them as a species that is equal to you. Lesser. Yeah. So, I'm in the second boat. I see animals... They are just as evolved as human beings, but they have evolved in different ways and they are much more and they have their own niches where they excel. What are deer just all suicidal people? They're herbivores. I'm not talking about herbivores. You said animals. So like I don't see a deer equal to me. I don't see a fish equal to me. So it's not like I think they're equal in like smartness. I just see. So like a fish, they exist in water. I I can't do that. That's their evolution. Yeah, but they can't also live on land. That's my, And I can go in their fucking water. I can hold my breath. If I throw a fucking fish on the land, it's going to fucking die. If I go in the water, guess what? I'm fine. So I'm better than a fish. And also, I can fucking... That means you're more adaptable than a fish. And I can also put my fucking penis in a woman and come... And, you know, fish have to just come on the eggs, you know, like free handed. So I'm like, good for you guys. But, you know, you, you don't really have little fish penises. Just have like little sperm sex where you just spray the eggs. Yeah. I'm like, that's horrible. Fish can't fuck. Do you want them to fuck? I mean, I feel like it'd be better. It's like, you know, when you're preparing a fish, it's like, oh, pull out the penis. I yeah. mean, whales do. Does that make you happy? Whales don't fuck. How do you... Okay, how do you think whales we produce? I assume, like, one, like, squirts, like, some jizz, like, into the fucking blowhole of, like, the female. And, like, she just, you know... Oh, my God! I mean, I'm not a scientist. But, you know, this should be fucking evident. I was never a scientist. Okay, so... You accept that male that male whales have penises. Well, I mean, 
I've never looked it up in my fucking Google search. And uh, here, let me look. Let me look it up. Let me fuck up the FBI's day that is like watching me. Let me see. Whale penis. So you like vaguely accepted the concept of a whale's penis, but you never thought about where the whale's penis would be inserted into a female whale. No idea. <coughs> Jesus Christ! Whales are bulls and cows, right? Look yeah. at the, look at that guy. He's just holding a big old dick with a smile on his face. Yeah, you would be too. A five and a half foot long whale penis sells for six thousand dollars. What a fucking queer. Okay. Like yeah, look at that. Ta-da! That's a tongue or something. No, it's a penis. That that's horrible. It's a penis. Why? Why would that be a penis? Why? How? Why did you think a whale would be fertilized by a male ejaculating into her blowhole? Have I ever gotten pregnant from giving you a blowjob? Uh, you don't have a blowhole either. Thank God for that. Yeah, it would be so fucking efficient. Just you know, like boom, and then you just like blow it out the back of your head. <laughs> You're so nasty. Or if someone shoots you in the back of the head. It's like ah, oh, that went through my blowhole. I'm fine. I'm like haha. Or it's like if you need, like, you know, food and you're just like, you know, your jaw got wired shut because you got in a fight, you just put it into your blowhole. Like, oh, delicious. Or like, you know, having like the fucking uh, beer hat things that you like have at like football games, you just put them back into your, you know, put the straws in your blowhole. You know, get drunk real easy. Like, oh, man, I'm fucked up. Yep. I just imagine like, you know, people pouring vodka into like blowholes and like whales getting fucked up. They have to, like, pour, like, 20 bottles, but it'd be so worth it. Just grain alcohol. Oh, don't give them grain alcohol. That's so mean. It's like, there you go. You can't taste it. It's not through their mouth. It's still not going to feel good going down their blowhole. I mean, they live in salt water. I mean, nothing can feel good. I mean, fucking in the water is horrible enough. They're adapted to living in salt water. I mean, fucking in the water is horrible enough, but honestly, you know, fucking in salt water with a big old fucking, like, how big is a whale vagina? Now I have to look this up. This is really going to fuck with, you know, the FBI's day. Whale vagina. Gee. Uh, <laughs> Ta-da! I mean, I'm still not seeing it. You're like saying to die at a picture of a woman. You're like, look, a fucking, you know, whale's vagina. It's oh like, my god, I'm sorry there's not more pictures of it. I mean, that does not look like a fucking vagina. Why would a whale's vagina look like my vagina? I mean, I would assume it looks different than an eye. A blue whale's vagina is so big and deep that five to six men can easily lay down in it. That means she is the next largest pussy next to my boyfriend when he has a cold. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a pretty big fucking pussy. Yeah, it has to fit that big ass dick. I mean, it's not five or six men. I saw a dude fucking holding that erect cock and it was barely a small that was man. not an erect cock that was a dead cock i there's no way they like inflated it why not they, they could easily inflate that cock just you know put like a fucking you know, why would you assume it's inflated put an air compressor in it oh my god like the snakes just and then you know fucking you know, have like a hard ass cock. I, I'm sure they could have gotten twelve thousand if they had like a two. If like they had a ten foot fucking whale cock. But see, they're sitting here, you know, fucking about with these tiny ass little dicks. I forgot how we got even got on here. Um, because we're talking about the ethicalities of uh, animal use and some shit. Okay. And- well, next question then. Well, no, this, this is what the fucking discussion is about. It is, you know, and we just go back and forth. My, my wife isn't really on this podcast all that much. You're not giving me clear asking points. I'm confused. She's like, I, I need to be in a, 
in a professional debate set. I'm like, we are in so, like the last episode that me and Tron did, we got on a fucking tangent about, you know, fucking Anne Frank masturbating. So, and that's just on States. That's not even in, like Anne Frank isn't even from America. I'm so glad you knew that. Yes, I knew that, that Anne Frank was a Jew that masturbated. I mean, she, you know, when she grows up, you know, her clit will get chopped off. Poor thing. Poor thing. Fortunately for her, she never grew up. Yeah. She died young. But. So, you know. Back on to, you know, other things. So you're saying that all the stuff that, like, uh, Pavlov did and that um, Schroedner did, that was all okay? Because it was back in the day? Okay, so tests that that genuinely added to our advancement in medical knowledge? Yes. Ones that just fucked animals up? No, I am not okay with that. Well, I mean... That's fucked up. Schroedner, you know, he was a philosophist, if I if I'm getting this right. I didn't really like look too much into it. Philosopher? Philosopher. And he thought that um if you cannot observe something, it would be in two states at the same time. So he used like radioactivity to fucking kill cats in a box mm-hmm. and then, you know, the cat could be alive in the box when he's not able to observe it directly and it can also be dead but once you observe it then you know you know for sure for sure and one of the two become a thing yes so i'm like that that that's interesting to a point no and he makes a valid argument but still I don't approve of all this genetic tests he did. Like, he did tests where he would purposely breed large breed dogs with small breed dogs to see what kind of genetic mutations would happen because of Wasn't that. Wasn't that uh, Pavlov? Yes. I'm talking about Schroedner. Where's Schroedner's cat? Schroedner was a cat, They dude. both did fucked up experiments on animals. Why should I bother telling them apart if the end result is the same? I mean, they did it on different animals. I'm sure, like, over in, like, the Middle East, they have, like, a crazy dude Schreiner that... tested on other animals besides cats? Well, yeah, but no, no one cares about that. No, he did tests on dogs as well. He well, also did stuff with birds and reptiles and pocket pets. Well, I hope there's someone in the Middle East that did, like, crazy things, like, on camels or kangaroos or something weird like that. Or emus. Well, yeah, every continent has their own species to experiment with. That's, like, one of the cool things about evolution. Like, how awesome would it be if, you know, by pure accident, they found out that they could cure all diseases. That's Um, how a lot of medical science is discovered is by pure accident. But they have to, like, you know, brutally, like, you know, kill an animal. A test should not require a brutal death of an animal. If the animal's death is required, it should be done as a euthanasia, meaning a good death, and then you dissect the body afterwards. Well, I mean, how do you think Templeton's Gap came to be? Do you know what Templeton's Gap is? Of course I know who Templeton Gap was. She invented... The special circle the animals walk through before they go into the slaughterhouse so they aren't stressed out, so they don't have stress hormones affecting the taste of their meat. Yeah, and, and it's great. But people realize that, you know, if you had a stressed out animal or an animal is running, um, the fucking meat would taste shit. Yeah. Bruised meat tastes like shit. So I'm going to parafra- paraphrase her, but like for a long time I struggled with why... I didn't want to become a vegetarian, even though I was working in the veterinary field. I was like, I feel like as someone who is striving to help animals, I feel like it should be wrong for me to eat animals, but I really never did. And then I came across her saying that basically, basically science has proved that animals can feel pain and fear and loss. If we are going to raise animals for the pure purpose of being killed and used, 
we owe it to them that they have a good life and a painless death. And that makes perfect sense to me. If we're going to raise something and its end result is death, the least we can do is make sure it had a good life and a painless death. We have, we now have euthanasias, good deaths, where the death is painless. It does not cause fear or anxiety. And it is a gentle release. And yet out in nature, they don't have any of that. So out in nature, that's an ecosystem that's based on predator and prey. That is natural and we have no business interfering with it. So, like, uh, you know, a million fucking antelope get chased down by lions, cheetahs, and bears, am I? And, you know, they're stressed out. They, like, you know, fucking get taken down and pretty much eaten alive. Just ripped apart. So, the predators, like, the lions and yeah. stuff. Yeah, we're predators, too. Yeah. So, they are taking out the elderly, the wounded the young like they are keeping the majority of the herd healthy by picking off the weaker ones that is important for an ecosystem to maintain balance the young is not um who you want to be taking out to keep well the- no if a if there's like a dumb young one who's like not as fast as the others or was like born with a genetic deformity and can't run well or has problems like that we aren't there to interfere and make that animal's life better so it's kinder that they're taken out younger that sounds fucked up, but that's how I view it. That is not what we do in humans. We're like It's horrifying what we do in humans. We're like, hey, everyone, guess what? We have this retarded kid with no legs. Um, what are we going to name him? Uh, let's name him Timmy. So and, humans and- have the ability to do this because we're smart. This is how we are. This is how we are achieving our highest form of evolution. That, that, that's hilarious. We're smart. Unfortunately, yeah, we're not we're not that smart compared to other species, in my personal opinion. We're just fucking dumbass sheep. But since we have the ability to go out and do this to support people who do have disabilities, then we should. Because we are trying to have a fucking society where everyone is hopefully trying to live in some kind of harmony. That doesn't mean perfect peace because utopias don't work. Obs, obs, obs. But... If we aren't going to step in and do something about how we are destroying animals' habitats, then we have no business harvesting from those habitats. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, we'll, we'll just come in there and just destroy animals' habitats and... And, and we're... Like... We're, we're doing nothing to support our depletion from the ecosystem, and that brings everything crashing down. I mean, we plant trees now and again. Which is at least something. Thank you so much, everyone who plants trees. Love you. I mean, <coughs> but but there's other things that can also destroy ecosystems as well. The world will recover if we just you know disappear off the face of the planet. But like a volcano comes crashing down, kills all the fucking fish in the sea, changes the pH, and just brink, and it it sucks. So if something happens like that on like a calamity basis, that is something out of our control. We can't, we won't, we don't need to accept blame for that. However, we can control how we treat the environment and that's where our control belongs. So there's nothing like calamities happen. And right now they're happening at a much higher rate than ever before. And there is a clear link. So if we. Well, what is that link? Climate change global warming well you could fucking fool me it is cold as shit outside don't do that what that's just using local climate over continental climate well it's a selfish argument it's it's not it's a legitimate argument oh my god babe see it should have been snowing for the last month straight no it shouldn't have yeah no babe Winter doesn't start until fucking, like, this month. We've been in fall. Babe, when I first moved out here, winter started in October, and now we're, like, we've hit December, and it's only snowed twice. Uh, No, it's snowed a whole lot more than twice, just not down here. Well, babe. If you want me to bring you home some snowballs, I can. Do not. Bring you home all the snowballs. I don't want all the snowballs. You get all the snowballs. I'll just take them off the back of my truck, 
They're like, here you go. Here you go. And just throw them at you when I come inside. I'm just saying, like... See, here's the thing. It, it, it's not global warming. It's climate change. And this has been proven that it happens, you know, throughout. It has also been proven that the magnetic poles flip every so often as well on Earth. I'm not denying any of that. That is the natural Earth changes. That is happening... But that, what I'm saying is that that is happening at a much higher rate than it ever has been before. And it can't be denied that we are the main influence behind that. So ch- changes in our geography and our, and like this on a global status are happening too fast for evolution to keep up with. And that's why we're, it's not so much we're causing damage now as we're ca- causing damage is going to increase with every generation. And we have the ability to try to hold that back and try to give the earth like a breath. See, but if we don't all come together, it's too little too late. So no, why should you try then? If you're happy with the outcome that we are running towards, then don't do anything. Well, here's what's going to happen. The sun's going to explode one day and everyone on earth is going to die. So I have no desire to leave another generation to move on into the future. Like, I don't want kids, but I do desire to leave a, fu- a better future for the people who will live beyond me, even though that has no bearing on myself. Yeah, and I'm a selfish asshole that says, fuck all that bullshit. And we don't, we don't need to, uh, like, you know, here, here's how I look at shit. How, like, do we need to... Like, how how would your life change if, you know, the the pigeon didn't exist anymore? Pigeons were just gone. How would your life change? My life would not change. However, the part of the ecosystem that those pigeons support would be changed. And that makes me feel sad. Um, they are out there eating bees and uh, shitting on cars. And that's about it. I see animals as more than just how they interfere with my human day life. They're out there living their lives as much as I'm trying to live mine. And I feel that I want to make as little influence on their life as possible because I'm someone who's bigger and stronger and smarter. It's well, I mean, it like does me like, like the, the, you know, like Yosemite, they, they had to release wolves because the fucking deer were, you know, being getting crazy. Yes, because they started to put the deer herds in check. And so when the deer were running without check, they were eating way more food than they should have been normally. And that was taking food away from all the other herbivores in Yellowstone. So they were seeing more and more deer and less and less and less of the other species. So when he introduced the wolves, the wolves cut back on the deer. The deer ate less food. There was more food for other species and they began to return. It's all about balance. We need, if we are going to have prey, prey must have predators. They should just rename wolves to Peter Bo- Peterbilts. Because <laughs> holy fuck. Like, I have killed nine deer. <coughs> nine motherfucking deer with my truck. And honestly, like, I see them all the time. I, I have probably seen, you know, probably six deer every single fucking time I've gone out, bare minimum. The most I've seen was like 200. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Can we do nothing about these deer? I've seen elk, but elk are pretty smart. And like, I rarely ever see horses. So again, you're just counting on how they interfere with your life. So I wouldn't expect you to have any empathy or sympathy for them. So like, you know, I I go to certain, you know, spots that have nothing. No ecosystem whatsoever. Just, you know, it's all desert. So it's, you know, nothing out there. There's no deer out there. There's no cows, horses, none of that dumb bullshit. And it, it, it's just, you know, I I am okay. I, I would be okay if, like, every single horse just disappeared. Like, like if I we, know that. If we were to experiment on horses 
and be like, you know what? They are more useful. What do you think thoroughbreds are? I mean. They're experimental horses. I, I would think that it's, you know, just a loaf of bread with like a tube through it. I mean, Thoroughbred. Mm-hmm. Fill it with cheese. Fucking. Okay, now this is it's really just sounding like AI. Move on. What? How does it sound like AI? I, it's I, in a tube and it's cheesy. What? Doesn't even make sense. Okay, what does AI stand for to you? Artificial intelligence. Okay, I'm talking about artificial insemination. Yeah, I'm like, AI, and like, that's always been artificial intelligence. Yeah, we fucking call it, uh, you know, hey, my dick doesn't work. Um, can doctors, can we pay you a bunch of money to, um, get my wife pregnant yeah just go ahead and get any fucking sperm out of my balls you can oh there's none in there oh i have a vagina too oh i'm that's right i just identify as a as a man (laughs) the strap on doesn't come oh my god you're such a dick i know i know that this this is why this podcast will go nowhere this is why fucking this is why i feel people listen because they know I'm just going to come in talking right out my fucking ass. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a troll in, in any fucking actual, you know, constructive fucking discussion. This is why I can never be around fancy people. Because they're like, Go is quite exquisite. Gross. And, and, and these motherfuckers, you know... <coughs> tested eating everything they tested eating snails i mean who was the first person to find out you could eat a lobster probably someone who was really fucking hungry i mean who was the first person to find out you could eat a crab i want to know the first person who sucked on a cow's teeth and thought this is great for babies um they probably saw someone they probably saw the cow sucking on the teeth and then they tried it themselves. Who would see a liquid secreted from an animal and be like, I want to drink that? Uh, because they see the fucking baby cow doing the same shit. That's disgusting. How is it disgusting? It's teat juice. I mean... Every stage about reproduction is disgusting to me. I mean, they, they like... You All know, of it. Like, they probably saw, like, you know, a baby sucking on his mom's teat and it's like... I wonder if I can suck other animals. Did you know? Because a surprising number of people don't know this, but cows have to be pregnant in order to be milked. Yeah, everyone knows this. No, they don't. Yes. No, they don't. I've had to tell that to so many people. Why would, like, I can't fucking milk you. I know, right? I'm just like pulling on the tit. I'm like... Come on, milk. Just squeezing it, putting it in like a fucking vice grip. You're just like, Urgh. it like pops and it's just blood. I'm like, oh, lame. Time lame. for the other one. Why would you go for the other one? You've already ruptured one. Symmetry. <sighs> You're right. Just pop, pop. You're so right. Pop, pop. And uh, we call that a mammogram, everybody. We're <sighs> like, you don't have breast cancer. But you also don't have breasts now. We Thank popped them both. God. I mean, like, who was the first person to come up and put a port into a cow? UC Davis. It was first done at UC Davis. Okay. So how were they not thinking that this is inhumane? So, again... This is a study that is approved by a board of people before they move forward with these types of studies. I think it's just approved by, like, board people. Well, no. I told you, a board has to be made of four professionals in the field, two two specific types of veterinarians. So, like, they're, like, specifically licensed with that um, species. And then two outsiders, people who have no veterinary knowledge whatsoever. They are also included on that study board to make sure we have a wider range of opinions before everyone agrees and says, yes, this study is needed and therefore ethical. No studies are needed. We could learn zero and be ignorantly happy. Like men can just be like, yep, I enjoy getting my dick sucked. Like who knows? Like, like Babe. what? If you're happy with that lifestyle, go for it. 
there's nothing wrong with but, not being a scientist. But like, what what if like they find out that like, you know, if you put a banana slug and wrap it around your cock three times, you know, oh, it feels so good. Would you do that? Probably not, because it probably costs too much money. What if it made you go numb the way it does when you lick it? I don't know. Like, I, I have d- you ever licked a banana slug? Yes, I have, and I've eaten like the green fucking. Did your n- tongue go numb? Yes. For how long? Like a little bit, like not even long. So it would make your dick go numb then. So, I mean... What would it be like if your dick fell asleep? What would that feel like? Um, weird. Trust me, every man has had his dick fall asleep. (gasps) You have? Yes. It happened to you? Yes. How many times? Um, a handful. I've had... What did you do? Just sat on it weird. (laughs) You just sat on it weird? Yeah. No, like, what did you do after it fell asleep? Did you, like, wiggle it around? Did it feel all staticky? Yeah, it felt all staticky, like... I've had like a nut go numb. <laughs> I'm so sorry you have a penis bay. That looks so annoying. Yeah, I mean, this is just a fucking thrown up vagina. Yeah, I'm so happy mine's like tucked away neat, nice and neat. Yeah, nice and neat. And it's like, you know, just. I can go uh, commando whenever I want. And I do. But, you know, I like see like, you know, the surgeries. I'm like, oh no. They cut it in half and just tuck it inside. Well, yeah. She- she should still feel pleasure. I mean, like, like the tip of the cock, like, like you know, here from here, like, like the shaft, does not feel like, yeah, like, you you can feel shit, but so if it doesn't feel that great. Why do you stroke it? Because you know, you get to the frenulum, the tip of the cock. That's where all the nerves are. Uh huh. And th- this is like what gets replaced with the clit, and it's crazy. And I assume that they fucking did these surgeries on animals first. Is that ethical? To do a sex change on an animal. Um, They did other nerve transplant surgeries before they did this type of surgery. And considering the majority of it is just plasty. I don't feel like someone would have needed to, exp- to like really do it on an animal first. I feel like it would have been super easy to just do it on- straight on a human. Well, I mean, would it be ethical to check? change the sex of your cat i mean technically we do sometimes have to remove the penis in a boy cat if he's blocked too much and so we kind of do that surgery for them do you give him a vagina no we just cut off like the whole stock the whole stock (laughs) yeah that that seems honestly the fucking saves the cat's life i would die i'd rather die i I just have big I'd wake up in the morning. Do they still have balls? Um, no. Cats are normally neutered when they're like So kittens. no balls and no dick. Yeah. Like what a fucking shit life that cat has. No, after he's that. a cat. Just he's like, an indoor cat. He has an owner who had money for this surgery. He is very well taken care of. I mean, it doesn't. I don't assume it costs a whole lot to grab a pair of scissors. And go uh, no, this is like a $3,000 surgery. And the cat has to be on a special diet and may have to use special litter and be on special medications for the rest of its life. So. Get pet insurance. Fucking get pet insurance. So we can experiment on your cat. We need to no. get. We need to give a female cat a penis. Give her a new lease on life. There was a doctor who was brave enough to do that for this first surgery and like then had to then like wrote a fucking paper on like why he did it and what happened, how the cat did afterward and submitted it to the boards and the boards were like, okay, fine. You can keep your license here. Teach the surgery to other vets to do a sex change on a cat. No, to do the surgery where you remove the penis because it's two full of crystals and it's literally like, it's like so cut off. Oh, like the, the way you made it sound, it's like. Yeah, fucking, you know, female to male. You want a cat? No, it's a surgical emergency and it's a last option. It's a last option. Yeah, maybe stop feeding your cat like monster energy drink and it'll be fine. Or blue buffalo. You have a problem with blue buffalo. I so have a problem with blue buffalo, but I already vented about them, so let's move on. It's like, it's like you know, monster energy drink. Do you want a PP crystals out of your PP? There are stuff like that actually for cats, and I've yet to find a cat that actually finds those palatable. They're like what? they're like nutrient packed bras that are supposed to be like a yummy salmon flavor, but they're like the consistency of a soft Jello, and it's weird. 
Well, I mean, honestly, like all all these, like I I want to see some crazy fucking experiments with like you know animals. There have been lots of fucked up experiments that when they were caught, the people got in trouble for. No, like I want to see like a two headed cow, because um, those the two headed animals don't survive long. I want them to see. I want to see them like cut one head off, and have the rest of the cow survive. Why? To have. Okay. Why, no, no. If you want to do something like that, you need to state a reason why and what you hope to learn from it. To see if the you know cow without the added growth of another head would survive and so how long do you want this calf to survive like to adulthood are we to going adulthood to... To, to for the rest of its life and what is its life there for for it to provide meat or something to see if it can be done yeah that won't be allowed you can't just do stuff because you want to you have to have a reason behind it okay now i fully understand the game bioshock 100 <laughs> percent The, yeah. ga- the game Bioshock was pretty much they built a <coughs> city underwater. Babe, I know what Bioshock is. I watched you play it. And then they built a city in the sky. Yeah. Just to see if they could. Yeah. And they did. And I'm like, whoa. So without all this fucking, you know, bullshit ethics board with a bunch of fucking bored ass retards trying to fucking, you know, cock block every cool experiment that would be mm-hmm. you, because, you know, some cat would fucking, you know, suffer. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm not saying, like, do, like, you know, the cat centipede or some dumb shit. But, I like, I want to see a cat with, like, you know, bat wings and flying around. They did do a science experiment where they injected the glow-in-the-dark genes from jellyfish into kittens, and they had a litter of kittens that glow-in-the-dark. Yeah, no, I want to see a flying cat. That requires a much higher level of genetics than we have yet to master. But that will be coming. But do you, do you think that would be unethical to have a cat with wings? So if you create a cat with wings and the cat is healthy, you should not let that cat out into the wild because it should not go out into the wild and reproduce because it will have no natural predator and that will upset the ecosystem. So if you're going to do that, just be aware that there are huge yeah, there's re- no ramifications real, there's if you no, let it out into the wild. Yeah, there's no real reason to do it, but how cute would it be to have like little furry wings? Like, but wings don't come in fur. Yeah, but that's the whole fucking scientific experiment. Furry little cat wings. Wee, 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 wee. Comes at you, mews, and then fucking lands on you. I don't know how good that would be for aerodynamics, though. Like, feathers are specifically for flight, and then, like, skin is for, like, gliding. Yeah, I mean, why can't I they do, like... aerodynamic at all. Why can't they do, like, uh, bat wings, but furry? Furry bat wings. Boom. They'd have to be really big bat wings. Yeah. Solve the fucking, you know, cat flying thing. But, you know, we, we just need a under... We just need a rapture. That way we can go down there and create flying cats. A flying cat that sprays on your ceiling. (laughs) Oh my god, that'd be so awful. You know, just some crazy, like, chimera fucking animal thing. What would be the third part? Um, snake. So, like, the thing from Twelve Kingdoms. I don't know what you're talking about. It's an anime. Still no no idea. One of the characters is, like, a demon thing that's, like, a guardian of a god-like thing. And it's, like, a cat and a snake and wings. And it looks horrifying. Yeah, it has, it like, a cute. snake tail and... You put a snake tail on a cat body? Yeah, but the snake would have, like, a cat face and it would also meow. Wait, so you just want a ferret? I don't know. See, You want a flying ferret? I mean, how awesome would that be? Like, I want a flying squirrel that meows. What does the flying meowing squirrel eat? Um, kibbles and bits. What are bits? Um, nuts, I guess. I don't know. Nuts are poisonous to cats. You legitimately do not understand that. No, I'm I'm trying to debate with you. I'm not a scientist. I know. 
This I'm, is why I'm, I'm winning. I'm a, I'm a comedian. And th- this is why I usually lose like all the fucking arguments I'm ever in. I'm just like, fuck. I'm, I'm losing arguments left and fucking right. Yeah. God damn it. But, I mean, like, what what is something that you would want to see that wouldn't be ethical? Like, something that would be really cool to study. To have, like, you know, sea cats or something? To have what? Sea cats. Like, mercats. Oh. Fish cats. You mean permaids? Permaids. <laughs> I love it. Like, like w- would would you, you know, if you were in the ethics board, would you approve that to create permades? So I really think that we need to stop messing around with genetics until we know a lot more about it because... When you mess around with genetics, especially with inbreeding, you have a lot of disast- disastrous results. I never said have incestual cats. That Well, no. F- genetics right now, unfortunately, requires incest because you have to isolate out genes before you can start to fuck with them. And so that requires inbreeding because you're looking for a specific type of phenotype, which means you found a specific type of genotype. So, like, it's really you do have to start off with inbreeding. And inbreeding comes with a lot of bad side effects. The thing that I hate the most is hydrocephalus in twiggers. Hydrocephalus. Like, what is that? Water? Water on the brain. So they are, they they can't really walk right. And they can't hold their head steady. And they are very happy as a cat. But I don't feel like we should be going out of our way to make cats look a specific color or a specific pattern if this is the end result that i'm not okay with yeah well i mean like i'm sure there's a lot of inbreeding and crazy shit going on but right now this is the only way we're really studying genetics so unfortunately it's a necessary evil so that's why i'm saying we need to come up with other ways to study genetics beyond just breeding shit together and seeing what the babies look like i mean wasn't there that fucking uh one um like monk dude what was his fucking peanut guy or yeah, the like the square. The, the, yeah, the yeah square. I know what you're talking about. I can't. The snap pea dude. Yeah. Violet peas. Like I, I can't remember what the fuck his <laughs> name can't was. Either. Like a gory something. Oh my god. You know it's like rather than top. Yeah. No, I literally have. Who is the father of genetics? <laughs> Gregor Mendel. Yes. Have you seen the Mandel Square where it's like the centaur, it's like a human and a centaur, and then like there's like a chance like it's like half and half, and then like there's a whole chance where it's like fish and horse, and there's a chance where it's just like human human. No. Oh my god, I explained it so badly too. Yeah, you, it was horrible. Like, <laughs> like there's a human so and a centaur and, and, and a fish and a. Oh thing. my god. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah, but there, there How is. How spell Mandel? M-E-N-D-E-L. Oh, my God. The Internet's not helping me. Yeah. No, it, it's not going to come up with your meme. <laughs> I need a meme search website. Yeah, meme base. I know that, babe. Or Reddit or, you know. Any of the dumbass bullshit you can find online. I'm still not good enough for Reddit. Instagram. You'll be great on Instagram. You have an Instagram account. I don't. I can, like, Instagram a picture of my dick right now. To who? To everyone that'll look. Why do you want people to look at your penis? I don't want people to look at your penis. Why not? Because it's my penis. What would, like... How offended would you be if, like, I went to, like, a comedy show and got up on stage naked? That would be your call. That's you doing your art. So, like, but what, like, would you still feel the same, like, oh, fuck? 
Or would you be like, yeah, okay, that, that's fine. As long as you're not showing it to individual girls. Okay, no, 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 no. If people are seeing the entire package, I don't care. If people are just seeing your dick, I care. Okay, so I, I can, you know, just, you know, walk around naked and it's like whatever. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Good enough. Good enough. It's like, so I, I can go to like, you know. You know I want to go to a nudist colony at some point, right? I mean, you know I want to own land. Yeah. No, and but do you think I'm ever going to wear clothes again once we have our own house when it's just using you and me? Like I might wear lingerie, lingerie every now and again, but the second I come home, all my clothes will be coming off. Lingerie. I'm sorry I can't say it right. I I went to the store and I bought lingerie. I am trying. There are so many vowels and there's R's everywhere. It's like the Spice. It's like the Spice Girls. Yes. No. Yes. No. But I mean, so like all in all, you're okay with experiments being done on animals as long as it's 100% ethically, you know, done. And if there is any, you know, pain or anything like that, then it's like, you know, fuck off on that bullshit. Yeah. What if there's like an animal that you do not know if it's in pain? Like octopuses will not show pain. Starfish will not show pain. So animals that we do not know if they experience pain or not means we do not understand yet how that animal experiences and expresses pain. So we know that cockroaches feel pain. Yeah. Like that's how far we've come across in science. And I believe God they feel pain. I hope they feel like my all fucking 250 (coughs) pounds of me crushing their little fucking bodies. So in order for more, in order for something, you need to have a functional nervous system in order for you to be a functioning creature or form of life. And a nervous system means that you have cells are, that are capable of interpreting sensation, reporting back, and then giving feedback and directions from the initial, initial stimulation. If your nerves aren't capable of, if that nerve is capable, it can and does experience pain. So the basic form of stimulation is pain versus no pain. That is the most basic thing that you can come you can boil down to is does this hurt or not? That is the first thing you learn. Do jellyfish feel pain? I mean jellyfish do not have a neural network and all right do have a neural network, but if something pokes them, they will recoil some to a stimulus response effect, but they feel no pain as you experience pain. Yeah. So how we experience pain does not correlate to them. So while we right now cannot prove that they, this is going to go back to Schrodinger's cat, basically. Well, right now we can't prove that they do not feel pain. That doesn't mean we will not prove that they do feel pain. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, grabbing a jellyfish and being like, let, let's let's figure out if this motherfucker can feel pain or not. And it, 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 it's it's going to go way fucking deeper. You know, can you do all the experiments you want on a jellyfish or on a starfish? Like, what if you want to learn how to, you know, the genetics of a starfish regrowing an arm, put that into a human, gets his arm chopped off, regrows it. Yeah. No, we're going to approach that point at some point in time. I have no doubt that we are going to one day be able to completely master the human body. There is no doubt in my mind that we will reach that pinnacle. However, there are a lot of dark roads we still need to walk across before we get there. And And that's why we need to create an under-the-sea city. I am not following Captain Nemo's footsteps. He was crazy. Rapture. In the sky. And then we can fucking, you know, have fireballs that shoot out of our hands and be like Mario. Dude's fucking nuts. Big an Italian. Mamma mia. Boom. Pizza is cooked. Lasagna. Uh. And then, like, even Captain Nemo went off and did all those experiments on, like, supersized animals on his fucking island and was going to bring them back to the world to end human hunger. 
legitimately, Captain Nemo is a fictional character. Yeah. So you shouldn't worry about him. No, I'm just saying, even people who think they're doing good go off and can do fucked up experiments without other people to to see and review and be like, um, yeah, you're fucking crazy and that's not okay. The path to hell is paved with good intentions. Oh, yeah. That's always how it's going to be. That's always how it has been. Yeah, that's why you need an outside perspective when you are doing shit in science. There... Because once you gain a certain level of understanding, things that seem fucked up can no longer be fucked up. And let me give you a different type of example. So a lot of people don't really understand how much farmers take care of their animals that are then slaughtered or are bred for milk or meat or whatever. So my first experience with, with farm animals was I was learning in school how to take care of farm animals, how you deworm them, how you treat common illnesses, what type of common diseases do you have, what you typically do when you're out there. Like I learned about how much, how, what, how much we do to support farm animals. A lot of people, their experience with farm animals is a slab of meat on the countertop and they see like frolicking calves out in the farmer's field. And then they hear all these horrible stories about how these cute baby animals are slaughtered because they weren't good enough to make it to adulthood. What they don't see is all the other calves that are thriving and the one sick calf that has like a weird thing or he didn't or his mom died. He didn't get the right antibiotics or something like he's not going to make it. And a the farmer has so many animals. He can't just devote all care to just one animal. All of a sudden it's more it makes more sense from a financial statement that he ends the life and does it or does veal or whatever run it for cheese, whatever. He makes use of that body and moves on. That's the problem. But the bigger a farming industry is, the less care they can dole out to each and every each and every individual animal. And there comes a line where business does overtake the animal's needs. And I feel like once you reach that point of an industry, it should be called unethical and the, the business should not be able to build anymore. They've like capped out. Smaller farms that have individual care to animals have animals that live longer and so they produce the same amount of milk as like a as like a cow on like a big international farm. Yeah. But that cow is like pregnant all the time, and she's a, and they have like a half a half. Their lifespan is about fifty percent of what it normally would be with a smaller pasture. So there's a cut and balance, and so if you aren't going to appreciate the bottom line, then you can't appreciate the animal care. So, but like you know. If you wanted, if your young know, utopia was created and, you know, people would cap out and they can't have, you know, you know, 10,000 head of cattle and then a fucking steak would be $200 just so the farmer can make his bottom line and a fucking hamburger would be like 50 bucks. Yeah. So and- we would start outsourcing to other meats and stuff. And then chickens and then goats. And then, you know, there'd be restaurants that need to make their fucking bottom line. So they also bear in mind this whole thing is also existing in a society where population is controlled. And capitalism has a much lesser part to play in our society. So there are rules for my utopia to exist in the first place that balance so we're not there are less people to actually even fucking feed well i mean in the first place like just more people like (coughs) if you want to you know do all this crazy shit you know the best place to start is farm to table you know find a restaurant that does farm to table that buys directly from the fucking farm so there's no middleman yeah so boom to boom no that ideally is what i want i want as i want a setup where everyone supports each other on a local basis. I don't yeah, feel but, like that's but irrational, that... but I also understand that money, unfortunately, is life. Yeah, like, and, you know, if you wanted to buy, if you wanted to spend, like, 50 bucks and get all the ingredients to, you know, make, like, a dozen fucking hamburgers, you can do that. But... 
you know, are you willing to give up your meat? Are you willing to give up, you know, beef in general? Because I'm not spending a shitload of money to go have a fucking steak. You know, and I'm, you know, we, we can have goat or something like that. But goat's still expensive. No, see, I can't have my utopia as long as capitalism and inflation exist. Which is why I don't do anything to even attempt to support a utopia because I have no place to start. And also, and also, like. Yeah, I mean, your utopia cannot exist. As long as there are certain constituents around. Someone needs to make a fucking profit. Someone needs. Yeah, all those people need to be removed from society. Okay, so you want these people just to, you know, work at cost. No, I want all these. Because that, that, that's really what you're asking. Okay, no. In my fucking utopia, everyone is fucking controlled on drugs that make them nice. And it makes them nice to each other. And your utopia was like the fucking summer of love. Yeah, I know. And everyone's on like fucking weed and acid. Yeah. Like, hey, man. That's peace my and utopia, love. babe. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you were fucking born way too late. You're born after the fact. Yeah, no, I missed all the good shit. All the good all shit. The good shit. And now I'm too broke to go to raves and COVID. You're too broke to go to raves? Or whatever the fuck. The raves? <laughs> the music festivals. You're not too broke to go to a music festival. And anyone that fucking, you know, missed out on Fire, you know, Fire Island or whatever that fucking shit was. That was hilarious. Yeah, I'm like, oh, thank God. I didn't even hear about it. But there are people that, like, went out there and they're like, uh, what the fuck is going on? And nothing happened. And, you know, like, oh, you're all getting refunds and shit. We're sorry. This will happen again. So I'm like, okay. But, you know. We'll, we'll we'll end here because we're we're about at an hour, maybe even over. I haven't even looked. Um. So you just you know you want everything to be a perfect utopia where everything like you know stands on like the line of ethics that you've created. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to learn everything. So is that where we stand? I don't know where your stance came from, and I'm not quite sure I agree with you, with your summary of my stance. Well, you know, your your su- the summary of you is, you know, we can experiment on animals as long as it's done ethically. Yes. And, you know, I would like it if you know all these farm animals were you know given head rubs every day and you know told they love them and. Giving you know head kisses and head bumps. Not so much that as I want them to have a good life. Meaning, a they have enrichment, they have a society, and if they are in pain, that pain is addressed. I'm not so much asking that they be treated like pets, as we make sure that they have a good life. And I I see a cow and I see fucking meat. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All I want is my meat to be treated fairly before it is turned into meat. And it's like, people are like, if you've ever seen a pig, then, you know, you'll be like, I can't ever eat these. I can eat them just fine. Oh, my God. I hate pigs. I, I can just, you know, yep, delicious. So I, I don't know what people are talking about about that. I have also lived on a farm. Mm-hmm. You know, I've taken care of fucking animals. So, yeah, I, I can eat them all day long. They're delicious. And honestly, I see humans as below humans. Or animals as below humans. And, um, yeah, let, let, let's experiment on them and, you know, figure out teleportation. Figure out how to, you know, create like a uh, fire-throwing fucking chicken. How awesome would that be? You're a badass chicken that fucking can throw fire. Just pecks fireballs. Why are we giving flamethrowers to dinosaurs? How awesome would it be? Make them like ten times bigger. Give them, like, flamethrowing No, powers. they were already ten times bigger. It's bad enough that the ostriches are still as big as they are. Ostriches are great. They dig their head in the sand. That's like, a fucking myth. Like, we're scared. And they're like, bah. They do not do that. They do it. I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm sure I can find a video later. Oh, my God. But, 
we're, we're going to end there. You know, I, I say fuck them all. Animals are stupid, especially deer. Do your experiments on deer. There we go. There, there's a happy little medium that everyone can agree on. Do all your fucking experiments you want on deer. They are subpar. They're shit. They're not even great meat. Fuck all that. You don't like venison? I mean, it's okay. But, you know, deer are fucking stupid. Kill them all. I don't care. Have you ever had venison made by someone who knows how to prepare it? Yes. I've also had deer sausage by me that did not know how to prepare it. Yeah, that was a bad. Yeah, I mean, like, I was at my buddy Justin's house, and we fucking took a frozen, like, like I think four frozen deer sausages, uh, boiled them, um, then put them in the oven, and then ultimately... Are these bagels? What? That's how you make bagels. Continue. Yeah, no. We, we boiled them, put them in the oven, and then ultimately put them on, like, a frying pan and fry them to finish them off. You ruined that. Oh, it's still good. Because we, we put so much effort into it. It tasted great. It tasted like success. It was great. But, whatever. Fuck the deer. They're stupid. Kill them all. It really would not affect me in the least. At least cut their numbers in half. Like, cut every single fucking deer in half. It, it would make my job a whole lot easier. Like, would you cut them in half, cut through the middle? Or, like, halfway up at, like, the shoulders? Like, right through the middle. Like, right through the back. Pachoom. Oh. Sectional. Yep. So, check out my other fucking podcast. We got uh, the Human Podcast, which I normally do with my wife. It is, you know, we we just talk about whatever. And we just, you know, give Courtney hell for looking at porn all the time. We're going to, like, next episode we should just send her a bunch of dildos. Yeah, we sent you a bunch of dildos, Courtney. Yeah. Here you go. Sent you a box just full of dildos. Sent it over there to Dildo Girl. <laughs> Poor thing needed him. Court, you know, like, uh, you know, company, uh, dildo heads. Sucking on the cocks all day. So, yeah, definitely check that shit out if, if you're interested. And if you want to contact me and tell me I'm an asshole and that deer are special little gods creatures or whatever the fuck you want to say you can go for it um i'm alex the truck on instagram and twitter and uh yeah check you out later bye